How's it going, pal? Are you so peppy? You know, I have to say, you sound preppy, but you mostly look deranged to me right now. It's because of the hair. I don't know what's going on with it. It's a snow day. I'm supposed to get a haircut today. It didn't happen. How do you feel about snow days? Um, On the weekends? What is this bullshit? Why? Really? Oh, God. I had plans tonight. I, I had to do stuff. Your mic is uh, somewhere else. It's in space. I don't know where it is. Thank you. Sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Um, What were your plans going to be? Where were you going to go? You know, I say that as if I have a lot of plans, but then right as soon as I said it, I was like, but I was also glad that I canceled my plans and now (laughs) that I'm staying home. I don't know why I'm pretending like I'm this. There is honestly (laughs) nothing that brings me more joy than canceled plans. Yeah, of course. And I, I, I just, you know, I have the snow to blame for, and I do. I am worried about having to clean the snow because uh-huh. I'm gonna have to do that, uh-huh. and it's dirty and disgusting and be all slushing and stuff. I try to do a little bit, so I'm annoyed by that. But yeah, the canceled plans were actually, I was very happy about it. I canceled them like two days ago, by the way, just oh, by yeah. looking at the weather report. I was like, I don't we're know, like, you guys, it's gonna <laughs> yeah. be rough. Um. My other friends kept the plans, mm-hmm. and then they sent me, like, videos of them, like, they're just going to go to one of their friends' houses, um, and they were sending me videos from, like, the road and stuff, and I was making catty comments. Okay. It was great. Okay. Um, I actually went out today in the snow. Oh. I, had a full, I had a full day, and we went out to dinner just now in the snow. Ooh. Yeah. Where'd you go? Just a restaurant nearby. Oh, Imagine okay. if it was like the Olive stuff. Garden. We went to the Olive Garden. Um, wait, so was it a special occasion? So my kids go to this place called Genius Gems. It's like a STEM class, and they do that once a week. And then at these places, they usually do like a parents' night out where they you can drop your kids off for like two and a half, three hours. And the kids just like play and it's supervised and everything and they do projects and all kind of stuff. And then parents can like drop their kids off there for a couple hours and then like go and have a dinner or something like that, right? So we have rescheduled this every month for the last five months because something has happened each time we've tried to do this. So we know it's not going to happen next month or in mm-hmm. March because then it's going to be Ramadan. So we're like, let's just let's just go. And then my husband got a, a nosebleed. Like – if you're 40 and you're getting a nosebleed and it's not because you got into like a fist fight, you're a loser. <laughs> Broken parts on that one. I love him so much. De- defective parts. Wait, so did it just randomly start like bleeding? I don't What's know. It? I should Was- really like not make fun of him because like God forbid something seriously is wrong with him and like he's getting these nosebleeds. I think it's, you know, you think he has the same problem that you do, which is like when the temperature changes. Mm-hmm. He gets like nosebleeds, but it's just like so funny when like you're like an adult, a forty year old man getting nosebleeds. What are you a toddler? What's was it? Was you? it? Was it? Was there like a whole to do about it when his nose started bleeding? Where people were like, oh, put your head up. Was it like dealing with a child? Well, yeah. When you say people, like his his parents, his mom did like fifty thousand prayers and just kept like blowing it on him, and he was like, it's fine. I just have a nosebleed. It's not a big deal. And it's so cute because like he reacts to it like a teenage boy. He's like, God, leave me. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, um, it snowed a bunch, and then he got a nosebleed, and I was like, do you want to go out? Like, should we go out? Like, what are we gonna do? Like, do you want to just like drive the kids there and leave them there and come back and like hang out at home? But we didn't. We actually went out. And the kids, when we started driving to the place, the kids said, uh, this is kind of dangerous, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. We're like, we're like, yeah, it is. It is. Was it but it was it? fine. Was it dinner? It was. We had a delicious meal and dessert. And it was wonderful. And then we came home. Mm. And I'm in my pajamas. It's perfect. It's 9.15. Yeah, no. So what? That, you know. uh, this is that is a perfect Saturday night, okay? As far as I'm concerned, okay. The kids were not in my face; they were taken care of for like three hours. I went and had a delicious meal with my husband. I'm home by nine fifty, like by eight forty-five. I'm in my pajamas. The kids are in their pajamas. Everybody's warm. Like, that's honestly, like, what more do we need in life? That's true. Do we need no, anything I- else? I'm glad it worked out for you, but let's say if there was like a road that closed or something like that, would the dinner have been worth it? Was 
the deliciousness of the dinner worth it? Well, all of these things are extremely convenient because it's all very close to my house. Like I would not have been doing this if I had to drive more than like 15 minutes to go do this. The only reason this was great is because it was all local. But like I'm not getting on the parkway for this. What am I crazy? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. So um, do you snack when you are having a snow day? I try not to. So today I ate early, like relatively early. Mm-hmm. I uh, ate at like six, I think. Usually I eat at like eight. Um, and I was like, oh, this is good. I'm getting a head start on, you know, my eating. Um, and then I'll sleep early and then I'll wake up early. I'm trying to do, I don't know, um, for like New Year's, I'm trying to get up early in the morning. It's bullshit. Don't stuff. bother. <laughs> um, so I did all that and I felt really good about myself. But now it's 9.15. Just had a cup of coffee. I'm Why? not going to bed. Yeah, I'm stupid. Um, I'm not going to bed at least until like one thirty-two, And I'm pretty sure I'm going to be snacky. You know what you should do? You should watch the Barbie movie. Oh, interesting. Uh, I have some news for you. <gasps> Hello, Barbie. I watched it. I watched oh, it Oh, you time. did? <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, this makes me genuinely so happy. Yeah, Hi, Barbie. Remember I told you I had a surprise for you? That was my surprise. Oh, my God. Okay. We'll get back to the Barbie movie in a second. I just want to say that when it snows and there's a snow day, um, some of my most toxic binge eating has happened during snow days. Oh. Now, when you think that is, do you think you're psychologically like the end is near? I need to get all this stuff inside No, I Yeah, I definitely definitely think there's like a scarcity like component to it, right? But I also think – but I also the, think the it's- grocery stores may be closed tomorrow. I need to get all this food. <laughs> Wait, in here by right the now. way, we didn't really do groceries today. Like we were not those people. Like I think Bob went to the grocery store and we got like maybe like five or six things, like very basic things. So but- I went yesterday. I went to this uh, restaurant and um, I went with somebody who's a vegetarian. So Gross. out of respect, <laughs> I uh, I had a fully vegan meal. Okay. I had a vegan double cheeseburger and mm-hmm. then a vegan dessert, which was a squash pie. And I was like, that sounds disgusting. Um, but both of them were really, really good. Uh-huh. Um, and then this morning, I woke up feeling really great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, you know what? Maybe I should try this stupid vegan thing again. Because I've had I've had uh, some dalliances with veganism in the past. You have. Um, Not veganism, but mostly... No, actually, you were pretty vegan for a little yeah, while. Yeah, so I was. But you was were also veg- not really eating. Well, I was a vegetarian for like six months in the mid two thousands, which was yeah. just stupid because it was my vegetarianism was just potatoes and cheese, um, <laughs> which doesn't sound stupid. It sounds perfect. I, uh, I gained sixty pounds in six months, but <laughs> anyways, uh, I uh, no, I I want to say like maybe earlier, maybe last year, maybe it was a year before. Um, I tried. Uh, making egg and cheese sandwiches with like the just eggs oh yeah and yeah the other and like the vegan cheese and the problem was i wasn't getting the i wasn't getting the pull on the cheese it yeah. would just i would get cheese flavor but i wasn't getting any any of the texture yeah um but i had this this meal yesterday and it was really good and i felt good so this morning i went to the grocery store and i got a bunch of vegan stuff okay so you're starting your vegan journey and you're waking yeah. up early and sleeping uh early it's gonna last until tuesday of next week i'm guessing that's when it all goes to shit of you like i don't like (laughs) it at all um no thanks um i i think also my desire to binge during snow days is because we used to do that when we were kids like we go to the grocery store and just buy bullshit like i feel like when we were younger we never made brownies or anything except for like when it snowed and there was like snacks Mm-hmm. A lot of bullshit. So yeah, I I do get the desire, but I have not binged today, so that's good. So that means that you know nature is healing or whatever. Yeah, that's good. Are you gonna make brownies? Are you gonna make cookies? Are you gonna no, do any of those? I, I did for dessert at the restaurant have a one of those like uh, cookie skillets with ice cream. Cookie skillet, What's like you know when they skillet? give you a big cookie, like a big oh. cookie in like a skillet, and then mm-hmm. with ice cream on top. It's my favorite dessert. It was so good. Now, this is a tangent, but um, cookie cakes are bullshit. We can agree 
that that's true, right? I've never been a fan of the cookie cake. Okay, so here's the thing about the cookie cake. Um, I don't think that they're bullshit. I think they're good. I think that it just depends on how I'm eating it. It's a giant cookie. Why are Who, we? What's not to love? Cookie? I don't know. I think you're getting unnecessarily angry at the cookie cake. It's just a I, big I, cookie. Eat it like a regular no. cookie. You don't have to. You don't have to eat it like a cake. Well, what I think what happened is I think like I want to say like ten, twelve years ago when they came out first, mm-hmm. um, everyone would bring a cookie cake uh, to like gatherings and stuff like that. You know, whenever mm-hmm. it's like for like potluck or whatever, somebody would bring a cookie cake. And uh, I just saw a lot of it, and I was just, every single time, I was disappointed by what I ate. I was like, this is just a fucking cookie. (laughs) And I have that resentment for 10 years. Okay, that's unnecessary. I didn't have a platform until now, and I'm really (laughs) glad that you're giving me this platform. Hey, by the way, uh, there was a Raheel reveal on the Instagram today. What? Yeah, I posted your picture from the rally yesterday. Why would you do that? Did you ask for my permission? <laughs> it was non-consensual. What the hell? And you know, the thing is, you pick the worst pictures of me every single I do single not. Time. I take wonderful pictures of you. Terrible. I hate to break it to you. That's just your face. <laughs> and some of the comments I got, I got a whole bunch of, oh my God, a heel reveal. And then a whole bunch of people said, he's way cuter than he acts like. Like he what, is. What does that mean? I think that you make yourself sound like you're a real um, hideous a monster. Look troll. away. I'm hideous. Uh, my favorite reveal, reveal was when you posted a picture of us from Eid like a yeah. year and a half ago. Uh-huh. Um, and you put a big giant smiley face on our mother's face <laughs> because you don't want to reveal her. I was like and out I- of respect for her privacy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was hilarious because like I'm standing next to you and my and our mother's face is just my face with longer hair. <laughs> Just put a hair on it. That's, that's <laughs> in my mind, when you describe that, I imagine that I put a clown emoji on our mom's face. <laughs> I think you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. I know. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about the Barbie movie real quick. Um, what did you think about it? I thought it was wonderful. So it's good. So right? good. It's so good. Yeah. I kept, you know, I, I went into it as a hater because. Yeah. Uh, you know, as you know, I am a, a, a male activist. Is that what they call a, a men's <laughs> rights activist? MRA. Um, no, uh, you know, so I'd heard a lot about it or whatever, and I kept watching it. Like it's hilarious and it's good, and then every single time that you're just like, oh well, they're not dealing with this one thing because it's a Mattel movie, but they deal with everything. <laughs> it just keeps going and going deeper and deeper. It's so good. It's so um, good. And freaking Ryan Gosling is so funny. Yeah. The, this, the double sunglasses. I was watching it in bed. <laughs> like one and the double sunglasses. I started giggling like a little girl. I was so happy. Oh, it's so good. I also like the boardroom uh, dudes. And when they talk about the women, there was once yeah. a woman that worked for Mattel. I, oh. I, I like when Will Ferrell's like, what if I want to have a tickle fight? <laughs> <laughs> um. Did you feel moved by um, America Ferreira's uh, monologue? So I knew that that was coming because uh-huh. I'd like heard about it. And I watched it and I was like, yeah. And, you know, the thing about it is like there's like no end to it, which I mm-hmm. guess is apparently what it's like to be a woman or something. Which uh-huh. is, she's just like, I am just fucking frustrated. Yeah. And I was like, well, I thought this was supposed to be rousing. It's not. Apparently, no. Be- no, apparently it's, it's, being a woman is hard. It's the pits. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, yeah. Did I tell you that when I watched the Barbie movie, I sobbed in the movie theater? Really? I cry- I was cr- my fa- I could not stop crying. I was like, this is so good. Because, <laughs> you know, I was a big Barbie girl. Like, I was a Barbie girl easily until I was 13 years old. I fucking mm-hmm. loved Barbie. Mm-hmm. That was like my favorite toy. So like then watching this movie, I was like, oh my God. And then because as a person who like was a Barbie girl and then calls himself a feminist or whatever, like, right. you know, especially like, and then I was like, you know, I was like in my teens and I had like an eating disorder and like I've had body dysmorphia and mm-hmm. I have a terrible relationship with like my, you know, just my image. And then you try to like unpack your like, you know, internalized racism and you're like self-loathing and all this stuff. And yeah, there is a point in your life where you think to yourself, 
is this because of fucking Barbie? Yeah. Like, is this because I idolize a stupid fucking doll? Mm-hmm. Like, is that what it is? Is that why I hate myself? Right. Mm-hmm. So like, then you at some point in your life, you're like, fuck Barbie. I hate Barbie. I can't believe Barbie did this to me much yeah. like the child in the yeah. movie. Yeah. And then when I was watching, it was like, this is the best. it's like they covered all of it. They covered all of it because that was never the point of Barbie. The Barbie was supposed to be to make you feel like women could be everything, even though it was very problematic. Well, they so, tried their best. You know, that's the thing about the movie that I didn't I don't have insight on. Um because I had never played with Barbies. Um, so I don't get the appeal of it, right? I was going to ask you, after you watched the movie, did you want to play with a Barbie again? Or did you want to purchase a Barbie? How did you feel about Barbie? I didn't want to purchase or play with a Barbie again, but I was very proud of the fact that I used to be a Barbie girl. Oh, there you go. That's nice. Yeah, I was like, and you know, the whole thing is that like as women, when we are unpacking our own bullshit, right, we do tend to like – because we're perfectionists in that way and the world expects us to be like pure whatever it is the movement that we're towards, right? Like if you're – like there's mm-hmm. much more scrutiny towards how marginalized people do activism than the way major- – like white people do activism, right? So like yeah. even for women, even though, yes, Barbie is a, a white woman or whatever, um, it's still that thing of like, well – I get it that you're trying to prove something, Barbie, but you're forgetting all these other people. And then Barbie's like, oh, fuck, I got I to gotta figure out how to, like, include all these people, right? Yeah. And it's a thing, like, at least there's that effort. Whereas with men, it's like, fuck you, I'm G.I. Joe. I don't have to include anybody. Like, that's just not who I am. Like, there's never an effort to do that for, like, men, right? Men just get to be. And so that was nice. And then, you know what? When I was – when I found out that Ryan Gosling was – you know, and I saw the stuff about Barbie. I was like, oh, Ken is a blonde. I was like, why is Ken blonde? Wasn't didn't Ken have brown hair? Like I had convinced myself that Ken had brown hair. And I looked at a picture that I have on the internet of myself playing with Barbies. <laughs> and in in the background is a From fully blonde. Yeah. Fully blonde, <laughs> fully blonde Ken. I was like, yeah, oh, I'm, okay, never mind. But I yeah, I loved it. I loved I loved the shit out of that movie. It's so good. Um, yeah, even like the point when like Barbie's unattractive and like she's saying I'm ugly. I'm like, well, it's Margot Robbie. And then in the movie, they're like, no to the producers. It's amazing. I was like, I, I know. Like you can't hate anything in the movie. Did you like when Issa Rae says good father? When did she say that? When she's trying to distract the guy, the, one of the Kens. And she's like, the best way to do it is go and ask them about a movie that they're watching. And oh, the, they're watching the Godfather. Godfather. She's yeah, like, the Godfather. are you watching The Good Father? <laughs> and then the guy goes right into it. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, <laughs> You're like, oh, have- no, the mirror's too bright. I know. Yeah, exactly. So good. I have a lot of thoughts on The Godfather and how it got made also, if you ever have <laughs> <laughs> an hour and a half to kill. Uh, um, well, I'm yeah, glad that you was- were delighted watching that movie. It was so It's good. one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Would you say we never really talked about what would you say is your favorite movie from 2023 that you watched? I don't know. I got to think about it now. Barbie was definitely like up there. Barbie's up there. But I feel yeah. like if you're really going to be that guy, you're probably going to say something like The Banshee of Intrigue, which we, you did love. Yeah, but you also love it. Also, that was a 2022 movie. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is Everything Everywhere All at Once also a 2022 movie? Yes. Well, it's a movie I watched in 2023. Oscars. What do you want me to do? Uh, you know, date the movies correctly. That's all I want you to do. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to answer your own question accurately. Okay, That's all yeah. I want. Then I would say yes. Barbie's my favorite movie from last year. What else came out this year? What else was good? Did you watch Oppenheimer? I did not watch Oppenheimer. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a bomb. There's like a bomb. Um, um, my Actually, my favorite movie that I watched in 2023 that i keep watching oh god um, which you hate for some reason but i just love it i love the movie so much it's an indian movie it's joanne oh my god listen people (laughs) you should try to you know what i want people if you're like i love raheel and i love everything raheel likes and he just tickles my fancy and i just think he's the coolest guy ever Uh i want you to go where is it on netflix it's on Netflix, yes. It's on Netflix. It's called Joanne. It's print, It's spelled Jeb, 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 I forgot letters. <laughs> J-A-W-A-N. 
Jawan. And, um, you know, it's got to, if you like, if like a lot of people watch RRR, it's like uh, in the same vein, but just a little bit wackier. It is, a, you know, I don't, I don't want to go all can on you. But the thing about Joanne is, is that the movie is very self-aware. Oh, and I don't God. think, I, first of all, I don't think you were paying attention. I think you need to watch the movie again. And I need to sit with you. And I need to explain <laughs> to you what's happening on screen. Because I think you were on your cell phone. No, I wasn't. Distracted. No. Yes, you were. Yes, no. you were. Um, so I, I enjoy that movie a lot. Um, uh, as long as we're talking about Indian movies. Because Animal also came out. Mm-hmm. Animal is a terrible movie. And nobody should okay. watch that. Well, this is an Indian movie corner just for like the four Daisy people who listen to For the to four Daisy people. Um, All right. What else did I watch? I watched Donkey. That was pretty good. Also All another right. Indian movie. I watched a lot of Indian movies this year. What's you going did. On with me? Yeah. Look at you. I'm rediscovering my heritage. Okay. Indian movies. Um, What was your favorite, do you think, pop culture event from last year? <sighs> Like, what was your favorite pop culture event that, like, you got to enjoy with, with, like, the culture, like, online? Online. Well, I don't know. Uh, what would that be? Would that be, like, have you been following, for example, like, this, uh, what's going on with Cat Williams? Okay, that's, like, brand new, and I haven't really followed it. I know that he did an interview with Shannon Sharp. Yeah, Club Shay Shay. Yeah, no. You could tell me about it in a minute. But what yeah. I mean by that question is like like some of my favorite pop culture moments from last year were like for example, the chair fight at that in Alabama. The chair fight? The dock fight in Alabama? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like amazing. It was in Alabama? Is that where it was? It was in Alabama. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's always usually some sort of sporting event. Um, um also, I will say like Charles, was that this year? Last year? Charles is in a, um, Charles getting crowned? His coronation? Uh, yes. So I guess Hilarious. The, the death of the queen was your favorite pop culture moment in 2023? Now he got coronated a couple months after the death. I think her death yeah, think was the year before. Year. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then Charles got, but like it's just so funny to be online when these things are happening, you know? That was like a good one. That was like a real fun one for us to enjoy. What was the biggest pop culture story? Probably like Taylor Swift, right? Taylor Ugh. Swift, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Probably the biggest one. Yeah, it was like later in the year. What are you doing? Just like Googling? You're like, I got to check my emails in the middle yeah, of Yeah, no, I'm looking podcast. up pop culture events or 2023 moments. Yeah. And they have um, Damar Hamlin on here. That was fun. What happened with that? Damar Hamlin was the was the Bills player. Oh, yeah. On the field. Oof. That was. Oh, really they have Scandoval on here. Oh, yeah. Does Scandoval was like a big pop culture moment. That took up like four months of our lives. I'm going to say five, Not six our months. Lives. Not Mine. Our lives. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, George Santos was always fun. That was always great. fun. Can't believe mm-hmm. that that lasted just one year. Uh, here with us for such a short time. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. Um, Let's see. Yeah. It's really, really it. It's kind of it. Yeah. Um, do we want to uh, move on to some topical events? Sure. Okay, want. why don't you tell me about this um, Cat Williams thing? What's going on? <clears throat> so Club Shay Shay is uh, the Shannon Sharp YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually really good. Like I, I watch it all the time because Shannon Sharp is like he has different types of people on there. Um, and I watch it because he usually has like a lot of athletes and stuff like that. Right. But he also has other celebrities. Um, so he's had comics before. I think he had Steve Harvey. He had a couple of people on there. And um, apparently he'd invited Cat Williams to come on a while ago. But Cat Williams only made it on, I think, this past weekend or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like two and a half hours, maybe two hours and 45 minutes. And it starts off with Cat Williams just going in on every major African-American comic, yeah. uh, basically. Um, well, not every major. So like he's, you know, he talks about Dave Chappelle, but like in a positive light. He talks about Chris Rock in a positive light. But he really goes after Steve Harvey mm-hmm. and um, 
Steve Harvey, Cedric the Entertainer, some guy named Ricky Smiley, who I don't know. Okay, I know Ricky um, Smiley. And also uh, Kevin Hart. Right? Okay. So he calls him out and he's like very, he says a lot of stuff about them. Mm-hmm. The thing that's kind of, you know, because of who is talking and because of what the platform is and stuff like that, it there's an aspect of it, which is like, okay, you know, maybe some of this stuff isn't things that uh, aren't things that I should be commenting about, but it is interesting to hear uh, because it is, you know, he's talking about uh, things within the African-American community, right? Mm-hmm. There's also aspects of the, of the interview that feel homophobic. Oh. Um, it feels that way because he's talking about like, um, you know, he's talking about, black men putting on dresses to be funny and how he avoided that because he is one with the lord and stuff like that right oh god no so he he what i'm sure what his point was it wasn't homophobia what his point was was that you know it's about having self-respect and not putting on a show for the white man right which okay he accuses other um comics of, of of doing but at the same time it is still it's still like rooted language. in, yeah, it's rooted exactly. in homophobia and, and he misogyny. Says stuff like, you know, my my goal, you know, basically the fact that he doesn't, like, you know, bow down to anybody, but he uh-huh. puts it in terms like, you know, that about like his anus and stuff like that. So, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. Right? about so, his anus and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> about about having a virgin asshole. He says that <laughs> multiple times. Not going down on men, right? Okay. And he ties that to like religion and things like that. Right? So it's it's a loaded conversation. Um, but I think what's been interesting is seeing how people have been reacting to it, right? Because uh-huh. Cat Williams is he is a different type of comic. I don't know how much Cat Williams stuff that you you've heard in the past. Just but like clips and stuff. Yeah. He's genuinely hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is genuinely, and he is kind of one of a kind, right? Like he's not really in movies that much. Mm-hmm. Apparently he has a bigger following within the African-American community than he does in mainstream, obviously. Yeah. Right. So reading the stuff afterwards about like, you know, people talking about, well, yeah, he's, you know, what Cat Williams is saying is true versus some people saying that, you know, he's just a hater and then seeing how Kevin Hart is reacting to it. His big thing about Kevin Hart was basically that Kevin Hart is like an industry plant. Like he's okay. doing stuff just to make himself money and make white people money and things like uh-huh. that. So that's the part where you're like, well, it is an interesting thing to hear, but I don't know if there is commentary for me to make over there. It's yeah, just- like this is, that feels mm-hmm. like, this This feels like something that I can't, I don't really, number one, I don't have an opinion on because I don't really know any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two, uh, I'm gonna mind my business. Exactly. And also, so, but also, uh, if you're being misogynistic or homophobic, like, fuck off. I don't agree with that. Yeah. And, and that's a, so, that, so that's why I like watching things like Club Shay Shay. So there's, I think I talked about this before. There's a lot of athletes that are doing podcasts or TV shows and things like that now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting to hear them because as a sports fan, a lot of the stories that or all of the stories that you hear, all the narratives that you hear are all done through the media, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think of certain people as assholes because that's what the media told me that they were, right? Yeah. So it's been interesting to hear them in their own words and kind of figure and, you know, kind of see where they were coming from. So Shannon Sharp has a lot of those people on. Um, the one that I would point to you that, that I think you should watch is i was watching the Dwayne wade one because i was really interested in how him and lebron got together for miami right but within that there is like this 20 minute section where he talks about his daughter mm-hmm. uh, his daughter is trans, right? yeah and um that's probably like the best that's the best description i've heard from a parent about their experience and yeah. I think that things like that are important because, again, you know, we're not a part of the community, but we are a part of a minority community and minority communities have historically had uh, a, a less than mainstream view of the LGBTQ community. Yeah. So hearing somebody like Dwayne Wade talk about it was really eye opening and good. So great. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, 
Um, <clears throat> I only see stuff like that come up uh, when it makes its way on Twitter. I have seen clips from the Dwayne Wade um, interview. There was something recently, like a while ago, where like there was some woman and Shannon Sharp asked her her body count and she told him and then everybody was like and he was like laughing. He was like shocked about it and stuff. And he was like, oh, my God, I can't believe like you would tell anybody that. And people mm-hmm. were like, you've easily fucked more people than she has. So, so like, Brittany, what the fuck? Probably, I think her name is Brittany Renner. Mm-hmm. Brittany something right so yeah so she is uh i think she was one of those uh she was an instagram lady mm-hmm. or maybe uh video vixen of some sort mm-hmm. she got famous because she started going out with a 19 year old nba player well, i'm sure she was famous before too but she's going mm-hmm. out with a 19 year old nba player and she had a baby with him and then he got cut from a team and she broke up with him right okay so, you know, people have a lot of opinions on that type of person. Yeah. Um, on, you know, that's basically what people are told to watch out for when they become big athletes, right? Like, you don't want to get tied into something like that. She's interesting because she just comes out and she talks about it. Um, it you know, I don't, I don't uh, uh, subscribe to her views on a lot of things, but at the same time, you know, the fact that Shannon Sharp had her on on his show, um, it was good because she talked honestly. Yeah. You know? That's so. good. Well, yeah. um, <clears throat> also the body count question is really dumb and I wish people would stop asking because it it's fucking stupid. Um, so your favorite person from New Jersey currently, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. also in the news. Last week we talked about, or two weeks ago, we talked about, was it last week? I don't remember. We talked about the Epstein case and how there was going to be opened up and there's going to be names and all that stuff and like 90 something names were going to be dropped and all this. And I guess Aaron Rodgers was on a podcast. Aaron Rodgers is a weekly guest on the Pat McAfee show. Do you know Pat McAfee is? I think so. He used to be a punter in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's at a podcast and he has an ESPN show. Okay. I so really he was like on it and he was talking about, he said something about how he's excited to see the names on the Epstein case. Um, the names on like the Epstein list or whatever. I don't know, whatever the fuck it is. Once the, once the thing opens up and he said something about Jimmy Kimmel being on there. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? <laughs> So Aaron Rodgers has been so you know all of like the crazy Aaron Rodgers statements over like the last two years mm-hmm. have probably been all been on the Pat McAfee show. Once mm-hmm. you know when he got um, busted for lying about his vaccination status, mm-hmm. his all of his you know when he turned on the quote unquote woke mob mm-hmm. and started uh, um, you know quoting Martin Luther King because he didn't want to put a fucking mask on, mm-hmm. and he said that you know that is. Uh, I will not support tyranny in that way because Martin Luther King told oh, me not God. to. Yes. Fucking piece of shit. All of that was on the Pat McAfee show. So a cup. Uh, I want to say maybe a year ago, mm-hmm. there were there was news that there was going to be like UFOs, like U- UFO stuff being revealed, um, <laughs> and and they were going to be and they were talking about it on the Pat McAfee show with Aaron Rodgers during that section, right? And Aaron Rodgers at that point said that. Well, I think they're just talking. They're just gonna uh, they're gonna drop this now because the Epstein list is about to come out. This is like a year ago, before it was gonna come out or whatever, right? Yeah. Because Aaron Rodgers now is a QAnon adjacent moron. It's yeah. just it's so disappointing because he's so good as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he that's a comment that he made, and then uh, Jimmy Kimmel made a joke about that. He said that you know Aaron Rodgers is just like a wacko or something like that because he was like, yeah, the Epstein list is coming out or whatever. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers is, uh, I think his, one of his teammates took that clip uh, from the Jimmy Kimmel show. And he said that uh, sh- like, tell me you're on the, or show me that you're on the Epstein list without telling me that you're on the Epstein yeah, list, yeah. which is again, yeah. it's completely yeah. unfounded. You know, so anytime stupid. anybody says anything about vaccination status or anything like that, at this point now, with Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. anytime you criticize him at all, he thinks that it's because 
people hate his vaccination status. Right? Okay. His vaccination yeah, status. yeah. It's like it's one of those things. So this has been going on for a while. Um, and so when the Epstein list was coming out this week, Aaron Rodgers, that's what he was bringing up. Just, again, completely unfounded, just bringing up Jimmy Kimmel because Jimmy Kimmel called him out for being a fucking liar. Yeah. Well, Jimmy Kimmel uh, went online and he he said, hey, you're I'm, you're going to get sued. I hate to tell you this, Aaron, but uh, I hope you enjoy getting sued. Really? <laughs> Did you see the list, by the way? Oh, yeah. Let's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 so uh, and so that's that. So now Aaron Rodgers is in a potential legal beef with um, Jimmy Kimmel. Now, yeah, I, don't the, think, I don't think Jimmy Kimmel is actually going to sue him. No, of course not. But, you know, he could. Um, let's see. Epstein list. Now, it did come out. Um, I think. Let me see the list. Now, we last time we talked about this, we were very, very worried, very concerned, very concerned, mm-hmm. obviously, about Tom Hanks being on that list. And whew, guys, <laughs> he lives to die another day because. Exactly. Well, there He's are not some on names the list. redacted. So maybe, there are maybe some. There are like three redacted names. Who do you think those three redacted names are? So the rumor is okay. Hillary and okay. uh, Huma. Who? Huma Abedin. Oh God! And yet, it's not. It could. I could see that happening. Oh no! Oh God! Well, that's a shame. Anyway, um, your favorite guy, Leonardo DiCaprio, he was on that list. How do you feel about that? He wasn't on the list. Yes. No. His his name is one of the names that was no, in the. It's not Raheel. Yes. And w- what does it say about Leonardo? DiCaprio? No, I know. I'm going to tell you what it says. His name is on the list, along yeah. with Cameron Diaz, and um, Cameron Diaz and uh, Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. Their names were on the list because um, they were actually. So when they say the name is on the list, essentially what they did is they opened up, they unsealed all the documents. And all they did was they went through and they found all the names of famous people that have been mentioned in this trial. Right. Now, mentioned in this trial doesn't actually mean that they were like they were not Johns in this situation on the flight. Yeah. Yeah. There's they weren't on the flight list. So some of the names were just like. Jeffrey Epstein name dropping or clients and that like people saying like yeah. in conversations, somebody would say like, oh, I know Leonardo DiCaprio. I could get you in a party with Cameron Diaz, stuff like that. So those folks were on it for that. But um, it's so funny to see some of the names. Like I forgot that Prince Andrew has like a whole other name. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know who some of these people are. But Prince Andrew has a whole uh, long name. I forgot. I wrote it down and then I lost it. Um, David Copperfield is on here. And I'm like, David Copperfield, like. (laughs) What a piece of shit. Yeah, but again, I need to see the context. Like, is somebody like, I could be David. No. Oh, no, he is. He's on it. Like, You don't don't want to know that. I mean, the the context for the David Copperfield stuff is bad. Is bad? Bad. All right. Well, there you go. Um, Let's see. Do you want to. You know, uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Alan Dershowitz. Oof. Ugh. <laughs> Real bad. He actually. A new client. He <laughs> represented Epstein. So, like. <laughs> I don't know. Usually. <laughs> I a... wonder what context he could be mentioned in these documents. Obviously, Dershowitz, Clinton Trump. Dershowitz was, like, named by one of the original accusers. Like, the yeah. basically the original accuser. Um forget what her last name is her name her first name is virginia i believe um as somebody who had had you know sex with minors like that yeah. is out there Ugh, rough stuff yeah, that just um uh, kevin spacey can you hear the snowplow outside my house i cannot okay great um kevin spacey mentioned in here george lucas Again, I'm not sure about those. Yeah. Although no, Kevin Spacey thing. doesn't have a great rap. He doesn't. But again, we have to be we have to be careful about when we <laughs> say the names because there are specific flight logs and stuff like that, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like the context for some of these are, hey, did anybody ever mention Kevin Spacey? <laughs> and they say no. That <laughs> yeah. got redacted. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, for example, this person named Ron Eppinger, who's, uh, it says Ron Eppinger, comma, sex trafficker. Yeah, that person yes, is yes, not. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so, you know, stuff like that. Those are, those are proper real names. <laughs> you, know uh, you know what's like interesting about like all of like the Epstein, uh, all the people that are obsessed with the Epstein list? Yeah. about like the secret cabal of pedophiles and again i do believe that rich people get away with all sorts of crazy shit so yeah. i understand why people are and you know all that stuff right but like the people that are like super duper into like oh the democrats are running a cabal of pedophiles and they trade babies through uh what's the name where do you buy your furniture wayfair <laughs> Through Wayfair and all those things, like all of the conspiracy theories, theorists or whatever. It's like, you know, there's video of your guy, Donald Trump, partying with Epstein, talking yeah. about how much they both love young women. I know. Like, talking about being backstage. Like, okay, yeah, you want conspiracy. There's, It's not even a conspiracy theory. It's right there. I know. It's silly. Um, But like, good luck to people who I guess are obsessed with it. Like, okay. Yeah, go, like just what is that website that you can go on where you could just like literally search sex offenders in your neighborhood? Uh, the sex registry? The sex yeah. Registry? <laughs> it's like, what's that website? <laughs> yeah, the registry. Um, there's lots of- Pervsnearme.com. <laughs> Localpervs.com. Yeah. Um, hey, we keep talking about um, they see people who get some attention and then disappoint us, and which we obviously have to talk about um, Nikki Haley. Yeah. She's had a rough time. No, she hasn't had a rough time. She's a dumbass. And, a <laughs> and she has been out It's like the easiest fucking question in the world, man. Okay, here's what happened. Nikki Haley was, where is she? Like a, a, a Q&A? A meet and greet? A, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a Q&A. A, count, a town hall of sorts. A town hall, yeah. And somebody asked her, uh, what did you, what, what was the world, what was the Civil War about? And uh, she said, she went on a whole thing. She started talking about rights and economics states and states' yeah. rights and all this Government stuff. Government overreach. Yeah. And the guy was like, Okay. What did he, he say? He said something like, so it's not about slavery? No, he was like, well, you know, he's like, is that it? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, some people are going to be disappointed to hear that, you know, you didn't mention slavery. And she goes, Ugh, what do you want me to say about slavery? <laughs> and she goes, next question. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, then, and then, like, the next day, she, like, put out a statement saying that, um, I I was wrong. The Civil War was about slavery. The question was from a Democratic plant. I was like, okay, like <laughs> a Democratic plant gave you the easiest question in the world to answer. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then her later on her statement was something like, "Slavery is the easy answer." And it's like, well, then if that's the <laughs> easy answer, well, why wouldn't you just say it? And that's the thing, right? Like these people are now like they have gone. The Republican Party is so wacky to the right. They're dealing with such like fringe people where they're afraid to mention that civil like the Civil War was about slavery because that could in some way be pro minorities. And it's like that's when you know that you're on the wrong side, when you're afraid to say that the Civil War (laughs) was about slavery. Oh, God. Well, uh, she's having a rough time. We do have to mention other theses that disappoint us. I, oh, your, uh, my husband sent you this article in a group chat, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you are aware, but the Edison, the mayor of Edison, New Jersey, is a, a brown man named Sam Joshi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I we know people in real life who know him in real life, and um, Sam Joshi is in the news because he said about migrants. Uh, quote, migrants are, quote, not welcome here. They're illegal and they belong on the other side of the border. He directed police department to charter a bus, quote, that would take them straight back to the other side of the border. 
So, like, the other side of the border, does he mean, like, Metuchen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, what does he mean of that? Um, anyway, he's, uh, it's rough stuff. He also previously allegedly was, had gotten into trouble because when he was doing his uh, last campaign, members of his family were found, um, were, <laughs> were caught removing signs for the opponents off lawns of other people <laughs> and he claimed that he didn't know about it but yeah um anyway sam joshi don't do that you're an idiot like why would you say stuff like this this is ridiculous what is him what is his affiliation he's a democrat is he yeah he's just a dummy okay um anyway uh Anything else? Oh, I wrote down in my notes. Did you watch any more in Girls uh, Ultimate Girls Trip? You know, I tried watching episode five. Yeah. With the surfing. Uh huh. I, I didn't got watch like it. Halfway. I got like halfway through. I didn't watch it, but I had a note that I forgot to mention when we did the recap, which is that when Kelly and Dorinda, when Kelly is coming down from her Dorinda rage and she's looking at Dorinda with love, she at one point says, <laughs> "Yeah, the one point says, you know, if I look at you." <laughs> long enough you look like lady die <laughs> dorinda's like yeah i know i get that a lot <laughs> um, um, dorinda sometimes when she talks i can't tell like her teeth i think her teeth get in the way because she has like a weird list but it's not always there i think it's when she's drinking <laughs> yeah, is that what it is when she's yeah sloppy? yeah anyway um Anything else going on? Oh, I mean, I did post about our stuff that we've been doing in town. Yeah. You want to talk about that? All right. (laughs) I don't want to toot my own horn. Why don't you toot it for me? (laughs) I can't. You have all, I don't know all of the stuff that went into it. All right, guys, here's what happened. Attended an event yesterday and I have my own experiences that I will share with you once you are done giving us a background, but go on. Yeah, so we were trying to do a uh, a flag raising, right? We were very excited. We were going to do a flag raising. I don't know. Did I mention on the call that it got canceled? On, on, on the, the call. Po- on this on uh, podcast? podcast? No, you didn't. No. Okay, when, so here's what happened. When we last left off, yeah, you, ha- you were very excited, and we were praising your mayor. <laughs> <laughs> we're praising my mayor. Uh, the event was yesterday, January 5th. Hey, today's January 6th, so happy uh, anniversary to you. <laughs> uh, nobody checked my easy pass from January 6th, 2021. Hey, we don't make jokes like that. So stop it. It's not funny. Anyway, the event was scheduled for January 5th. Um, we were all ready to go. We were working with our mayor. Everything was going great. And then last Friday, which was December the 30th or December 29th, mm-hmm. um, we were really excited, actually. December 28th, which is Thursday, we were like, oh, my God, they've got it up. It's on the calendar. The flyer's up. We have a digital sign outside of our um, our town hall. And it was lit up and it had the sign up and everything. We we're super excited. It was so cool. We're like, oh, my God, it's finally happening. The digital sign is the thing that I was most excited about. It looks so pretty. It looks so beautiful. I was so excited. We were we were amped. And then suddenly, like three hours later, that everything was down. It was not on the calendar. The website links were broken. Everything was gone. Everything was down. It wasn't on the digital uh, sign anymore. We didn't understand what was going on. So we emailed the mayor. We're like, hey, what's going on? It was up and now it's not. Um, then on Friday, the mayor sends out a Facebook post. She doesn't let us know what's going on. She posts a Facebook post about how she's afraid. She thought that this was going to be a peaceful event, this flag raising, a Palestinian flag raising. She was really excited for it, but out of like fear for, uh, fear that this was going to turn into a violent event she had to she's going to postpone it for the safety of her town mm-hmm. and we don't know what the fuck happened and we weren't really getting any answers from it but essentially what we gathered is that the town got a lot of feedback from the town got feedback from super pro i don't want to call them pro-israeli they might just be anti-palestinian to be honest like i don't know what their stance is on israel maybe they maybe they don't like what israel is doing 
but they certainly don't want to see a Palestinian flag up, right? So there are people who are upset about the fact that the town was going to put up a Palestinian flag. And then there were Facebook posts from certain groups that were like, we can't believe this is happening in West Orange. You have to show up and you have to counter protest and blah, blah, blah. And so the mayor basically said, and her administration's line was, that we are afraid that this is going to turn into a big, you know, thing that divides the community. So we're just not going to do it. And what's really shameful is that the, the mayor still has not made a single public statement in solidarity or in mourning with the Palestinian people. Like, mm-hmm. and and it would be fine if the mayor didn't say it and she also didn't say anything about Israel and just kept like global politics out of it and said, hey, this town doesn't, you know, want to do anything um like doesn't want to get doesn't want to do anything polarizing and the town just wants to create a safe place for you know jewish and arab and muslim and uh whatever communities and it should be fine but that's not what's happened the mayor has already taken a very public we stand with israel um approach and so we were like hey say something about palestine we wrote her a beautiful letter she was like yeah like a statement for her we helped her draft it she said she was going to post it she never posted it And then it was all just out the window. And then she said that all of it was uh, done because our flyer said, Palestinian joy is resistance. And to them, they felt, oh, my God. They were like, does that mean that resistance is joy? And I was like, no, but that's not what it says. That's not what it says. If we wanted it to say resistance is joy, it would have said resistance is joy. But that's not what it says. It's reading comprehension. The idea that joy of joy as resistance is not some like novel new idea that like we just came up with. That is a concept that is obvious. It's like it's very popular in all social social justice movements. It's in queer spaces and black spaces. It was in feminist spaces. And essentially what it means is that joy, because when, when you are oppressed, when people are oppressed, the biggest thing that the oppressor wants to do is remove your humanity, remove your ability to experience joy and to live and to constantly be in fear. So when you say that I'm going to use my joy as a way of resistance, what you're saying is I'm going to show you that you can't keep my spirit down. You can't keep me down. And that's that's essentially what that means. It's um Exactly. It's it's very straightforward. Anyway, they had real big stink about it. Uh the funny thing is that the mayor had received the flyer before. The re- mayor received the flyer, was working with us, was CC'd on everything, posted the flyer, had it up everywhere for, mm-hmm. <laughs> for like four hours, and then was like Oh, you guys, um, you guys made this a violent event because that's <laughs> anti-Semitic rhetoric for you to say Palestinian joy is resistance. Okay. Yes. How dare you smile as a Palestinian? That is dangerous. Super uh, dangerous. Coded language. Yeah. Uh, and so anyway, that's super racist and xenophobic, guys. Uh, if you are, if you see Palestinians gathering and you immediately think to yourself, "Ooh, I feel scared. Mm, you're a little bit racist. <laughs> no, I think, but I, you have to clarify, if you see Palestinians gather together and you see them with a hint of a smile, <laughs> if you see any fucking joy in their face, if you see the fact that, you know, that they're not miserable, that is uh, that is a threat to your safety. That is yeah. how you should treat it. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we said, hey, screw you. Uh, we have the right to gather and we're going to do it anyway. You don't have to raise our flag, but we're going to bring flags. So people came out with tons of flags. Yeah. Uh, we came out with tons of flags. We brought our own sound equipment. We got a our town council president and our a councilwoman to join us and give us speeches and support us. And we got a bunch of kanafa and a whole bunch of other treats. And people brought food and dates and treats and it was awesome yeah and we danced and we listened to music and you came to it i did yeah my picture was revealed which (laughs) it makes me reconsider myself i put it's a funny thing is i posted the picture of you with my kids and then i put hearts on my kids faces what how come they don't get revealed (laughs) they're minors so (laughs) um yeah i attended the event it was very cold and I just want to point that out because I was very cold the entire time. And I feel like my sacrifice of standing outside in the cold should also be highlighted. And I am 
uh, I am embarrassed that you did not mention it in your speech. Um, (laughs) As somebody that was an attendee uh, of the event, it was amazing. And it was amazing for a bunch of different, like the number of Palestinian flags that were out there, like huge Palestinian flags that were out there, the number of people that were out there just wearing their kippahs. Obviously, you know, it was awesome to see people that were Muslim, that were obviously Muslim people in hijabs and stuff like that. People that have lived in West Orange for a really long time that are that identify as Arabs, but are also very much part of the community. That was all. Obviously, it was great that they had a chance to, like, um, you know, celebrate their identity. But it was also great to see the other people that came out, the other people that were helping you guys, um, you know, other members of the community, the, the people in the orange vest that uh, are part of other groups and, and things like that. Right. Um, there were a lot of white people there. There was my favorite speaker other than, I guess, you um, was. Yeah, I uh, don't have to be your favorite. <laughs> well, your speech, I, oh, I'm going to I'm going to heap a whole bunch of praise on you later. Don't oh, worry. no. Um, I um, was this lady who was who's a Jewish lady who was born in occupied Palestine. Yeah. Tova uh, Fry. And- She's my favorite person in the world. She's awesome. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And it's like, you know, just how simple like the message is. It's it's like stop making this more complicated than it has to be. Yeah. Like the simple like the, the, the simple reason why things like this need to happen is because 22,000 people are dead. Yep. 8,000 kids are dead. It is not that hard to acknowledge that. It's not that hard. And when you, you know, when you start, um, you know, putting it, when you start like comparing it and like, you know, start saying like anything that is like pro-Palestinian is pro-Hamas and you are, you are pitting like the, the, the number of people that died on October 7th as your thing like oh this is like uh this is against their memory or this is like you know you are mocking their deaths and and things like that all you're doing is you're saying okay you are mocking the the jewish people that died but also twenty two thousand palestinians don't matter that's what you're saying yeah and there's no fucking reason to do that you should mourn everyone should mourn what happened on october 7th that is a horrible atrocity right it doesn't mean that you can't say 22,000 people dying isn't also a fucking atrocity. Yeah. What you're saying it's 22, like one Jewish life isn't worth 22 Palestinian lives. Like, is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. No? Yeah. I want to ask you, how do you feel? How do you feel about the event? How do you feel about the things that you did? How do you feel being um, labeled a political activist? <laughs> so weird. Like, who am I? Honestly, I it was almost like a, an out-of-body experience because, like, I am a jackass who talks about <laughs> Bravo. Like, it, like it's it's honest. Like, it is funny because, like, I've been organizing with these people and they're, like, amazing. Um, hey, by the way, fun fact, one of the guys that you met yesterday, Eric, he's one of the people that was working, uh, like, the event with me and stuff, mm-hmm. and he's part of our organization. I don't want to call it – I don't know if we would call it organization. We're just a group of people that live in town that are doing stuff together. Sleeper cell. I believe you want to call it a <laughs> sleeper cell. <laughs> the West we- Orange for Humanity <laughs> sleeper cell. Uh, he was a, in production. Um, he was an assistant camera person for Real Houses of New Jersey Season 1. All I can't believe I can't to believe Bravo. we took a detour so you could tell me about Real Housewives. Everything fucking leads back to Yeah, anyway. So that's the thing, right? I'm, I I am such a jackass and like I, you know, I hang out with these people and everybody in that like they're amazing. There's like professors and people who have worked in like you know, all kinds of movements. Um one of the women, uh Rachel, she works for Doctors Without Borders. And she also was like heavily involved in activism in like the 90s during the during like AIDS. And she's like a queer rights activist. Like she's amazing, right? There's all these amazing people and they do like such amazing things. And then there's like me. All I want to <laughs> do with like is respond with like funny like gifts in like, yeah. the chat. You know, and then when they're like, you were like, you speak so well. I'm like, I don't know about that. Like, it just feels it's so strange to me because, you know, I'm mostly just a jackass that wants to talk about housewife stuff. 
Yeah. So, you know, obviously you, you were keeping me informed about how things were getting canceled and stuff like that. And at some point you had sent me the Facebook post for this, for this guy that was, that is, that was on the opposition. That was, I think the one that was like leading whatever. He's the first one that got into like the mayor's ear or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. And his Facebook post, I think was about how, you know, this is a a Hamas flag raising because Hamas is like the government of Palestine. And, you know, the U S the U S doesn't recognize Palestine as a country. So it's just stupid. And when, when then you're like, well, why isn't Palestine a country? Well, you know, yeah. we can't raise we can't raise the flag of Israel because Israel doesn't recognize those people as Israelis. So <laughs> what fucking flag should we raise, right? So when I um when you sent me that, I looked at the guy's name and I was really angry, obviously, because what I'm thinking about is like, you know, he is equating you and your how would you call them? Not compatriots. Your comrades. Socialists. Comrades, exactly. Sorry, your comrades. <laughs> compatriots. Um, with like, with like pro Hamas and like, I mean, it's all fucking coded language, right? We're talking, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, he's yeah. making like terrorists, whatever, right? Um, and I was really angry at that person, and I googled him, and I was just like reading um about him and stuff like that. So I don't know if you're gonna post the like the the clip from the PBS. I think oh yeah! Oh, I didn't even mention that. Yeah, yeah. So you know the 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 the, the clip of you uh, or the story on PBS uh, or whatever. We the PBS interviewed us. NJ Spotlight, which is the mm-hmm. PBS of New Jersey, interviewed us. So there's an online clip, uh, an article. If you would, you're interested, I will put. I will share it with you. I feel. Yeah, like yeah you should. You should put it on here. All right, whatever. Anyway, right. so, we were on the news. Yeah, <laughs> I was on the news. You're on the Tova news. Tova was you're, also on the news. Yeah, she's the best. She talks. The best. She's the best part of that news clip. Anyways, um, <laughs> so they were talking about it in that story, right? And you're the first person that comes up in the interview, and then <laughs> yeah, too. Um, and then you know they talk about well the people that are opposed to it, and it was this guy. It was this yeah. guy talking about it, right? And first of all, I think he has a fake British accent. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, he, so he's like talking about it, and he's like, you know, these political activists they were really crafty with their messaging they really snuck in like the joy being resistance it is actually a violent thing right yeah and i was just thinking about like how much i hated this guy like when i saw his facebook thing and when i googled him because i was like this guy is like you know he's because i mean i hate to say this i do have some affinity for you as my sister so i was like i felt bad that he was attacking you right yeah 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 um, and then I was like, oh, this silly motherfucker, like, <laughs> if he only knew, because, so you go first, you're the first person that they show, and then they yeah. show him, so essentially, like, those are the two opposing sides, right? And, like, <laughs> this motherfucker thinks that he is talking to some, like, crazy, like, political activist, <laughs> crazy pro-Hamas political activist. Meanwhile, I know this person, I talk to this person every single day, <laughs> And 90% of our conversations, I swear to God, are about bowel movements. That's all we talk about. Like, and you're and I was like, like, they're so sneaky yeah, with so their sneaky. language. Like, it's, no. like, it's like a whistle. They're whistleblowing for something. Like, it's like, whatever. I'm like, okay. Whistleblowing? Is that what we say? Yeah, a dog whistle. A dog whistle, yeah. I'm like, whistleblowing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The case Wait, in point. This is... I don't even this, know words. This is the moron that you're talking about. <laughs> so I was just like, ah, you know, it is as simple as that. It is like, it is that easy for somebody to label you an activist or like a pro Hamas person. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, man, she just lives there and she wanted people to recognize the fact that people are dying and yeah. that's not okay. And there's yeah. other people in the community, and all we want is just to talk about it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Anyway, brought me a lot of it was great. Anyways, I am very proud of you. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Your speech was very good. Oh, thanks. It was very. It moved me a lot. I was like, oh. Of course, it, uh, we sent the clip to our brother, and he said it was ChatGPT. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Did you use ChatGPT?" I'm like, "Fuck off." <laughs> I mean, did you? No, I didn't. 
Yeah. Although people use ChatGPT a lot for all kinds of things. I, I write like huge emails, right, uh-huh. for work uh-huh. because we have like new programs or whatever. So I write these huge emails. And then apparently what the marketing person does is they just take my entire email and they put it in a chat GPT and they say, make this smaller. And then, oh, <laughs> yeah, and then they just send it out. <laughs> All my hard work. <laughs> yesterday, I, uh, before coming over, yeah. I, uh, I, I worked on this email for like two hours and I sent it to her and she's like, this is great. And then she sent me like another one back in five minutes. I was like, this is so much better. She's like, yeah, I just put it in a chat GPT and said, make it smaller. <laughs> cut out the, cut out the extra garbage. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, uh, anyway, thanks for being here. Um, <laughs> Who are you talking to? I don't know. <laughs> Who are you talking Who's to? Who's here? It's just me and you. Who are you talking It's like Truman Show. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck are you talking to? Um, uh, you know, it's funny, funny you were talking about earlier about uh, who did you say was an industry plant? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. You know, right now in Bravo, there is... Uh, oh, come it, on. <laughs> come on. No, no, real. It's the thing that everybody is currently obsessed with. I just have to give you a taste of it, okay? Okay. On Real Houses of Salt Lake City, the big, big, big like thing that came out in the very end of the season is that they found out that the, the, the newest housewife, her name is Monica, she's been on all mm-hmm. season, mm-hmm. that she... <laughs> had a like a like a a basically a burner um gossip housewives mm-hmm. account like she had a housewives oh. fan account called reality von Tees, and she had been a fan of the show and she had been like telling the fans like you know giving out gossip and all kinds of stuff about happenings in salt lake city about the show for years and years and then she got cast on the show and the ladies find out on the very last episode that she is reality Vontese. It's just so silly because they gasp like mm-hmm. somebody died. <laughs> now, did Bravo know that she was reality Vontese? Here's the thing. I do think that Bravo knew yeah, that she way, was reality. By the way, I can't believe I just asked that question. Why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> now, did Bravo know that she was reality Vontese? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think Bravo knew. But also, like... I don't think Bravo cares. Like, I think Bravo's like, that's hilarious. Like, let these dummies get duped. Like, they're so stupid. And then, honestly, Raheel, they sobbed about it as if they weren't just on a show for three previous seasons with a woman who is currently in prison doing jazzercise videos with Elizabeth (laughs) Holmes for defrauding elderly for millions of dollars. They were sobbing. Uh, Counterpoint. Yeah. She is helping Elizabeth Holmes get apps. So <laughs> You're right. That. So there's that. But yeah, they sobbed about it as if that was not the person that they were previously on the show with. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Ugh. So I'll take your word for it. Yeah. So now people are, are are thinking, was Monica an industry plant? Did Bravo put her on the show to jazz things up? And I'm like, sure, why not? Who cares? I'm having a great time. 